Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Single Tracks podcast. I'm Jeff, and today we're going to be talking about the mountain biking in Helena, Montana. Our editor, Greg Heil, was out there this summer, and this is his report of what he found in Helena. Helena, like most towns in Montana, is surrounded by hundreds of miles of backcountry single track up high in the mountains. But unlike many other Montana towns, they also have absolutely fantastic riding located directly adjacent to town, 75 miles of it in fact. This area is known as the South Hills Trail System. This trail network is accessible at the end of almost every street in Helena, with 28 different access points, eight of which sport parking lots and full trailhead amenities. When I first heard of this network of trails, I thought that it would consist of the general ho-hum single track that one is likely to find in a municipal park. But instead, I found trails that provide a middle-of-nowhere feel while actually being located just outside of the state's capital. Also, unlike the rest of Montana, the South Hills trail system is rideable for the majority of the year. Due to Helena's location on the east side of the Continental Divide and the exposed nature of the South Hills, the single track here dries out very early in the year and stays rideable very late. According to Patrick Doyle of Bike Helena, we're a prime early riding season destination. While trails in Bozeman might stay snow-covered into July, the folks in Helena usually ride dry single track from April to November. With Cutbank, Montana, oftentimes one of the coldest cities in the nation, located about three hours to the north, Helena looks out with one of the sweetest spots in the state for mild weather. By far the most well-known single track trail in the system is the Mount Helena Ridge Trail. And for good reason, this is one of the primary drop-off points for the free trail rider shuttle. It offers some of the best scenery, the flowiest, fastest single track, and it has some of the best descent options as well. While you do get a shuttle up from town, from the drop-off point, it's still a stiff climb to the high point of the route. But once you get there, the rest is cake. Cruising down the Mount Helena Ridge Trail is itself a riot, with flowy turns and chunky rock gardens to mix things up. But the fun really starts when you point the front end down off the ridge, and you have no shortage of options on how to end the ride. Over the course of my three days of riding in Helena, I dropped off of Mount Helena Ridge by three different means. The front side of Mount Helena, Emmett's Trail, and Show Me the Horse. Mount Helena requires additional climbing in order to reach the summit, but that climbing paid off with a rocky, technical, steep ride down the front face of the mountain, dropping right back into downtown. This was the most technical descent that I rode in the South Hills, and it was a total riot. Emmett's Trail, on the other hand, is totally different. It drops off the Mount Helena Ridge Trail about halfway down the ridge, and descends down to a dirt road that will lead you back to downtown. This trail is tight and twisty, and it's home to some of the loamiest single track in the area. Emmett's is more of a local trail, but thankfully, I had two knowledgeable folks to show me around. Drew Swain and Bob Allen, head of the Montana Mountain Bike Alliance and professional photographer. Thanks for the insider tips, guys. Finally, I saved the best for last, ending my weekend on a high note. Show me the horse. This is a fast, flowy descent that drops off Mount Helena Ridge about two-thirds of the way along that absolutely rips down the same gravel road where Emmett's trail ends. 
While I found many of the trails in the Helena area to offer straight, high-speed sections into awkward, sharp, flat corners with no berms, the Show Me the Horse Trail had more flowy turns with a bit of bank on them, allowing me to rip way faster than on the other trails, and much more confidently. It was just so good I couldn't even stop for a photo. Rodney Ridge is, by all accounts, the second most epic ridge in the South Hills, located a couple of ridges east of Mount Helena Ridge. The views in single track again are excellent on Rodney Ridge, and part of the ride is composed of the Rent Money Trail, a new school flow trail with berms, rollers, and a few small jumps. While not the biggest flow trail I've ever ridden, after the flat corners and awkward turns I mentioned earlier, getting into a trail that flowed predictably and offered some berms was a breath of fresh air. While we rode the trail rider shuttle to the Mount Ascension parking lot, we realized after the fact that the ideal way to ride Mount Ascension is by climbing up the front side from town and then bombing down the flowy entertainment trail on the south side of the mountain. We ended up doing the ride backward, but we still had a great time. When walking around town and chatting with locals, I heard many people exclaim, Oh, our trails are so well marked and well organized that nobody could ever get lost here. That's true only to a certain extent. The reason that no one can really truly get lost is that as long as you go downhill, you'll end up back in town eventually. All the drainages below the ridges in this trail system funnel back into Helena. So if you just point the bike downhill, you'll eventually reach a road or the city itself. If you reach a road, take that downhill as well, and presto, you're in Helena. That doesn't mean that the trails are well marked. While there are a few trail signs scattered here and there, during our wanderings we came across plenty of intersections with unmarked trails, some of which were clearly old social trails, and others which were main thoroughfares. More than once we found ourselves on a trail that wasn't the one we were aiming for, and while we got turned around a few times, more often than not we just went with it. This was the case on Mount Ascension. We ended up going up the trail we intended to take down, but by the time we realized it, we just decided to carry on and ride the route backwards. We still had a great time, but it would have been even better the other direction, and better if we hadn't had to spend so much time staring at the trail map. At least I was able to explore both Rodney Ridge and Mount Ascension with some great folks from North Dakota that I met on the trail rider shuttle up to McDonald Pass the first day, Candy and Don Hartman. If I had to be lost, at least I got to be lost with some super fun people. That's the beauty of the trail rider. You never know who you'll meet. The single track in the South Hills trail system is superb. Finding the trailhead you want is easy thanks to the trail rider shuttle, and you'll never get totally lost, as you can always go downhill to town. But if you're trying to take a specific route or find a specific trail, be sure to grab one of the high-quality waterproof, tearproof maps at the Prickly Pear Land Trust and be prepared to still get turned around a few times. Despite a few navigational difficulties, I had a most excellent time exploring Helena's single track. I can't wait to get back and hit all the trails that I didn't get a chance to explore. So after the ride, hands down one of the best places to grab a beer is the Blackfoot River Brewing Company, located about a block from the pickup spot for the shuttle and the hotel where I stayed. While the excellent Lewis and Clark Brewing Company is also located in Helena, they just can't beat the post-ride convenience of Blackfoot if you're up in the South Hills. With all of the rides finishing right on the outskirts of town, if you choose the right route, you could literally pop out at Blackfoot's front door. Swing on in, grab a fantastic craft brew, and enjoy. Helena, Montana shuttles riders to the best trails five days a week for free. This near-mythical arrangement has been dubbed the Trail Rider Shuttle, and as you'd expect, it's pretty friggin' awesome. Most months during the summer it runs five days a week, with different drop-offs depending on the day. 
Generally speaking, you can do one lap on the trail rider most days, but I decided to visit Helena for a very special event, Shuttlefest. Essentially, Shuttlefest capitalizes on a good thing that Helena already has going. As Pat Doyle of Bike Helena said, This is an event that we already do. Make it an all-day thing and add a big brew fest. Why reinvent the wheel? Why indeed? Three days of all-you-can-ride shuttles combined with a rendezvous with 29 of the best breweries in the state of Montana, and you have the makings for a pretty epic weekend. For the last 10 years, Helena ran a program called Trolley to Trails that would shuttle locals to one trailhead, Mount Helena Ridge, one day per week. This was an old-school trolley on wheels like you'd see in San Francisco, and it could hold about 15 bikes. Pat Doyle started the Bike Helena brand as a branch of the Visit Helena Tourism Department, and after spending a year taking input from the local community, they decided to drastically expand the shuttle operation. In order to get this new operation off the ground, they approached the Helena Area Transit Service. The transit service had a bus that had almost passed its usable life as a regular transit bus by federal law but was still in great shape for shuttling rowdy mountain bikers up the mountainside. They donated it to the cause, Bike Helena bought the trailer, and some of the guys from the transit service fabricated a bike mounting system on the trailer. The trailer can now carry many more bikes than there are seats in the bus. But if this thing runs five days per week, who pays for it? The short answer is that it's free for locals and out-of-towners to use, and it's funded by the city of Helena. So every time you spend money on a local hotel room for a night, a little bit of that goes to Bike Helena. But how does this make fiscal sense for the community? Consider this. As of 2014, mountain biking's economic impact in Helena was conservatively calculated at $3 million per year. And that number is only going up as more and more riders flock to Helena to shred. Nowadays, the shuttle service runs regularly through the spring, summer, and fall, with Shuttlefest happening once per year. Last year, in 2014, Shuttlefest attracted 350 people, and the Brewfest garnered 1,700 attendees. Based on my experience on the packed-out buses this year, Bike Helena is going to have to figure out a way to get more than one shuttle running for the 2016 event, because the word is out. Even the non-Shuttlefest crowd continues to grow. This year, the Trail Rider Shuttle transported 1,700 people, excluding the Shuttlefest attendees, June to September, with August being the busiest month with 759 riders. Shuttlefest is the main event, but even if you show up at any other point during June, July, August, or September, you can still ride the trail rider. And the beauty of it is, if you're an out-of-town visitor, it takes all the guesswork out of finding a trail to ride. While I'd argue that the Singletracks trail database already does that, I can't deny the incredible convenience of the trail rider. I stayed at the Holiday Inn in downtown, and for two out of three days of the Shuttlefest, the pickup point was literally on the other side of the parking lot from the hotel. I'd wake up, eat a leisurely breakfast, pull my bike out of the back of my truck, hop on the shuttle, and I was off. As Pat Doyle said, if you're a tourist, you don't necessarily need to be in the know. It takes all the guesswork out of it. It takes having to find a trailhead out of it. It takes where do I park out of it. Yeah, Helena is making it as easy as possible for you to cruise into town and then log some absolutely excellent miles on your mountain bike. The other convenience factor is the proximity of the main trail system to town. While there are hundreds of miles of backcountry trails in the mountains all around Helena, the South Hills trail system is the main affair. Helena likes to say they have single track at the end of every street, and as far as I can tell, that's true. The South Hills boasts a total of 75 miles of single track south of town, with eight trailheads with parking lots in town, and about another 20 access points to the trails at the end of streets. So with at least 28 streets that dead end and turn to single track, 
Helena's claim seems more than justified. Helena Montana's shuttle fest began with the most backcountry trail that they routinely shuttle to, the McDonald Pass portion of the Continental Divide Trail. We have a popular Continental Divide Trail shuttle route near my home of Salida, Colorado. It's called the Monarch Crest. Perhaps you've heard of it. I wasn't sure what to expect from McDonald Pass, but based on my previous year and a half of living in Montana, I was pretty sure it wouldn't be quite like the Monarch Crest, and I was right. Instead of a relatively mellow pedal along the top of an alpine ridge, followed by a technical descent, McDonald Pass flipped the formula on its head. The traverse along the ridge top actually consisted of a series of steep, highly technical climbs and descents. Indeed, the Continental Divide portion of the route was the most technical, with large, bouldery rock gardens and a couple of tricky sections I had to try twice to nail. Now that's not to say I rode the whole trail. With temperatures hovering around 90, humidity higher than my pansy Colorado ass was used to, and steep, treed, technical climbs, I did a fair bit of pushing before I hit the descent. But in classic Montana style, once it was time to go descend, the single track went down, and fast. Since it was a shuttle, I was half expecting bermed corners, well-worn single track, and a ripping descent. The descent was ripping alright because it was steep, fast, and old school. However, that old school single track can be tricky to ride. With a narrow trail tread, the single track would drop straight as an arrow, allowing you to hit Mach 10, then take an off-cambered turn hard to the right or left. I flew off the trail once or twice before reining it in, and began expecting an awkward turn when I least expected it. The lower section of the descent continued to drop fast, but the trail fed into a section of tight, techie switchbacks that required near track stand skills to navigate. Again, what else would one expect from Montana mountain biking? While the McDonald Pass ride had surprised me with the gnarliness and challenge of the single track, it's also worth mentioning that route finding can be a bit of a challenge. Again, I was surprised to find the turnoff to the descent rather poorly marked, but thanks to the Singletrack's Topo app, I was able to double-check my location against our GPS track and verify that yes, I was supposed to bang a left through the meadow on an unmarked depression in the weeds. Make sure you make the turnoff, because if you don't, the Continental Divide Trail might just take you all the way to Mexico. Despite being a regular ride serviced by the Trail Rider Shuttle, McDonald Pass is raw, challenging, and oh-so-good. Don't let its 10-mile length fool you. This isn't an easy ride. I loved getting to experience Helena's wild side, which made the network of single track of more developed trails in the 75-mile South Hills Trail system such an interesting counterpoint. There's a different restaurant or coffee shop on seemingly every corner in Helena, with all of the big chains available out on the highways. But in addition, there are plenty of great local restaurants to explore. For breakfast, I had a great time at Park Avenue Bakery with delicious coffee and baked goods. Located kitty corner from the hotel, it was a super convenient place to get fueled up for the day. During my stay there, I enjoyed a few key restaurants. The historic Windbag Saloon and Grill offers up excellent burgers and homemade fries, along with a variety of other sandwich and entree options right in downtown, just a few paces from the Holiday Inn where I was staying. If you've already checked out the breweries or are looking for a spot that's open later, Windbag is also a great spot to grab a drink. Also drove a couple of miles to a more modern outdoor shopping mall area that houses the Silver Star Steak Company. With about average pricing for a steak joint, the food was excellent, the service was superb, and the atmosphere was really fun. So as you can tell, Greg really enjoyed riding all the single track around Helena. That's it for today. Join us again next week. Peace.